Radio. The Journey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse 94.1. Well, hello and welcome to this week's edition of The Journey. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's edition of the show as we head well and truly into December. It's hard to believe that we're only a few weeks away from Christmas. Hasn't the year flown by? Really pleased you've been able to join us on this week's show. Got a great show lined up for you today. Going to, of course, have our Gospel Reflections shortly. We're going to hear from Sister Hilda from the Abbey. Trish McCarthy's going to join us with her Milk and Honey segment. And we've got some fantastic inputs from lots of our regular presenters. But I've got to say today, too, really lucky to have been able to get an interview recently with Greg Page of Wiggles fame to talk about a new venture that he's involved in, specifically drawing kids into a relationship with Jesus through Christian music and a kids' Christian music project that he's got right involved with called Two by Two. So we'll have that interview a little bit later on the show. Lots of great music. We've got a lot to get through this week. Here's our gospel reflection for this week from Father Ken Cave for the second Sunday of Advent. And the focus is on Mark 1, 1-8. As we prayerfully go through a series of scriptures that lead us up to this wonderful event that we're about to celebrate the birth of Jesus at Christmas. Faith, hope, love and life. My name's Jude Hennessy, and I'm really glad that you could join us on this week's journey. Here's this week's Reflection on the Gospel. The second Sunday of Advent and this week's Gospel we read from the beginning of Mark's Gospel. Well, it's all jingle bells, cash register bells, merrily ringing all the way to the bank. We open our wallets and they help themselves. There's flat out super highways stampeding blindly into the next year. Where did that past year go? All we know, our coffers are not full. Is this what this season is all about? The God represented to us in the scriptures today is a God of consolation, a God of comfort, comfort my people. The words are passionate. The words are those of an intimate and serious lover, our God, speaking of love, peace and inexplicable joy. Maybe a question today is, are we electric blanket Christians? We go to liturgy to get that warm, fuzzy feeling, to get that uplifting smell of beautiful incense, the smells and bells religion. Alas, the gospel today presents a very different picture. A prophet in sackcloth, a horse rug if you like, and that's confronting and a challenge to us. John the Baptist, the prophet, awaits in joyful expectation for his lover, his God, and that's very much a comforting and consoling experience. But the smells associated with this experience of God with us, of Emmanuel, the experience is the aroma of the poor, the whiff of the rejected, the outcast, the sinners, the stench of hatred, of prejudice, of bigotry, the rot of being set in old ways. The good news, the gospel, foretold by John the Baptist, is that there is life amidst the emptiness of death. There is an end to the loneliness, an end to the prejudice, the bigotry. There is acceptance for sinners, forgiveness and reconciliation is certainly achievable. Intimacy and acceptance are a reality. The proclamation of the good news did not stop with this John the Baptist in sackcloth. We are called to challenge the emptiness of Tinseltown, the desert of those on the outer, the wilderness of those condemned by circumstance or by being persecuted. We are to give them hope. We're called to be prophets of authentic relationships, 
taking on the values of Christ, having the utmost respect and reverence for all peoples, the respectable, those on the outer, and the so-called sinners and lepers and needy of our society, seeing and treating people in God's light, not our light, called to be open-handed, open-hearted and open-minded. And we get the strength to do this from being with God, with Christ, in the quietness of our prayer. Let's pray that we'll have a very happy Christmas by preparing well during this Advent season. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey. I don't know if this has happened up your way in recent times, but in Jamboree, we've had a plague of cicadas. I call them locusts, a hangover from when I was a child. So loud are these locusts, you could barely hear yourself think, let alone talk. A friend of mine was visiting, and he showed me something. He showed me that when there was a cicada that was there on the ground, it couldn't get up and fly. Now, my friend is very smart. He explained the scientific facts to me for why the cicada couldn't get off the ground and fly. It went in one ear and out the other. But what did stay with me was the practical experience that he gave me. He picked up the cicada and he said, this is what you do. And he threw that cicada into the air. Oh, it was magic to watch that cicada take off. So I started doing it. Whenever I was walking around and I found a little locust on the ground, pick it up. And what caught my attention was the way in which that poor little cicada would croak and carry on, obviously, because it was scared. It was frightened. It thought I was going to hurt it. I wonder how its little heart must have sung when it realised I wasn't about to hurt it at all. I was setting it free. How it sent a note of release inside my own heart every time I did just that. Threw a cicada into the air and let it go. You know, it made me think about the many times in which God does that to me, in which God does that to you. How many times has something new come your way, or something hard? There's a call to go somewhere that you perhaps don't want to go, and you and I have kicked and screamed and said, no, 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 no. And yet God has picked us up and thrown us into the air and how you and I have taken off. It also made me think then as I listened to those cicadas drowning out so much that in fact they were giving off a great song of praise and thanks to the God. God who is bigger and stronger and wise and affectionate and who loves us. That God who, for you and me, as well as for them, picked us up and given us new life. Why not be a cicada this week? Why not let the sound of your gratitude and your praise drown out everything else that God's likely to hear this week? 
Welcome back to The Journey. Great to have you listening in from wherever you are right around Australia, whether you be down in Gippsland, cheerio to all you guys down there, Albury, Wodonga, perhaps Bendigo, maybe you're listening in from the Illawarra, maybe you're listening in from Port Macquarie. Doesn't matter to us where you're listening in from. Could be any one of our listeners right around Australia, particularly those listening in via podcast or live streaming. We just love it that you're listening into the show. We just heard from Sister Hilda Scott with a little input that she's prepared for us called Cicadas. Just the right time of year for that one, Sister Hilda. There are certainly plenty of them making noise around my place at the moment. And we're very conscious of the fact that Sister Hilda from the Abbey is one of our absolute favourites on the show. People love listening into her stuff. We get lots and lots of interest in her material. So much to the point that, well, we've put together a CD of a lot of the material that Sister Hilda has been really preparing for the journey over the course of the last 18 months or so. And it's a, a double CD with 46 audio reflections called Wisdom from the Abbey. They're there as, a, as an opportunity for people to use as prayer starting points, as, as things you can listen to in the car, as, as inspirational things that you can have perhaps use with, with kids in a classroom, perhaps with, with a prayer group or a Bible study group. doesn't really matter. It's a fantastic resource. It's beautifully presented. If you'd like to have a listen to what that sounds like, go to www.srhilda for sisterhilda.dow.org.au and if you like it, you'll be able to order your copy. Great Christmas gift, that's for sure. I know a lot of teachers are grabbing a hold of it with the express idea of using it in classrooms because uh, Sister Hilda, well, it's loved by people of all ages. Now, shortly on the show, as I said, you were going to move into this interview that I was lucky enough to get with Greg Page from the Wiggles, who's going to talk about a Christian music initiative called 2x2 that he's involved in, specifically produced for kids. And now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. Jesus encourages us. Come to me, all you who labour and are burdened, and I will give you rest. We can wonder what Jesus was referring to when he says this. But we know that when Jesus spoke, that he spoke with authority. And this says to me to take seriously the promises of Jesus and his instructions. My thoughts for this week surround the notion of rest, not only from a scriptural point of view, but from contemporary scientific research. We are the only species on earth that when we sleep, we are completely switched off, so to speak. Sleep offers our bodies an opportunity to remove toxins that build up in our body, to restore, reset, renew and refresh. Not just sleep, but rest is vital to peak performance. One principle I put into action in my life is to sleep in on the right side of the clock. What exactly does that mean? Well, quite often we seek to make up our tiredness by sleeping in longer in the day. But this goes against the way we're wired. We condition ourselves to stay up late, but nature, including us, is designed to be at rest at this time. Some action points you might like to play with this week include switching off your alarm, opening your bedroom blinds to allow the natural light to influence your sleeping patterns, getting to bed progressively earlier, for example 10 minutes each night each week, adopt the attitude of starting your day the night before, because what you do between 6 and 10pm matters and impacts your following morning. This pertains not just to sleep, but resting our minds, our hearts, our eyes, our senses, our bodies and our body systems. Ultimately, what we're working towards is all aspects of our being. This week, focus on living and working out of rest. You're listening to The Journey, great Christian radio for the whole family. Welcome back to The Journey. Great to have you listening into the show. You just heard from Trish McCarthy in her Milk and Honey segment, and that was all about living and working out of rest. Come now to an interview that I was lucky enough, as I said, to get with Greg Page of Wiggles fame. 
Greg's involved in, a, in an initiative designed at bringing the stories from the scriptures to young people in a kids' Christian music initiative. He's joined with a group of guys and girls who've called themselves 2 by 2 Australian-based group, and they're getting picked up all over the world for these fantastic songs that they've been writing, and so we thought we'd have a bit of a chat to Greg to see what all the fuss was about. Let's get into it. I'm here with Greg Page. Many of you will know Greg from his long, long time, his long association with and founding of the Wiggles. Greg, it's great to have you joining us on the journey. Thanks for being here with us. Jude, great to be here. Greg, I know you're, uh, you're famous, obviously, for what you've done with the Wiggles right around the world. No doubt you're famous for lots of other things too, not only that, but being a fantastic family man. And I, I know you as well as, as a man of faith. And you're tied up now with this, this group called 2 by 2 who are, well, I'll let you explain, but very much tied up with, with developing resources, music resources for kids informing them in their faith. Mate, do you want to tell us a little bit, first of all, a little bit about your own faith? Sure. Well, look, I grew up in a family where I went to church and uh, attended Sunday school. And so I guess my faith was developed in in that kind of background going to youth fellowship groups and things but really I I think my faith is something that I believe in uh, you know a God that is creator of the world and a God of love and a a God that wants everyone to enjoy life and for me being out being in a position where I can perform music and share music with people that's really my talent and that's my God-given gift so my way of sharing my faith is, is through writing songs and performing for children. So celebrating life and love through music for me is just a natural thing. Obviously, mate, you've got so much experience in working with and developing music for young people in all that you've done with the wheels, and that's got, you know, obviously entertainment and educational value. In this group now, two by two, that you're associated with, Obviously, the focus is on the development of kids' faith and, and really getting them to an understanding of God's love for them. Can you tell us what is 2 by 2 and, and what they're trying to do? Okay, well, 2 by 2 had been going for some time before I came on board. I'm, I'm relatively new to 2 by 2 and I think it's really what you touched on first there, Jude, the fact that I'd been a part of the Wiggles who had touched so many children all over the world through music and education. That's really why the guys from 2 by 2 wanted me to get on board with them in order to help them in their mission of educating children about faith and particularly Bible stories through music. Um, so when they approached me, I thought this was a great opportunity for me to participate in something that involves the things that I love, and that is life, music, and education. So educating children about life and the, the messages of faith through music is something that I, I felt that I could really contribute to. So. What the guys had begun, first of all, was basically taking Bible stories and putting them into song. Now that I've come on board with 2 by 2 I think I've helped to expand the horizons a little bit because of my background with the Wiggles doing DVDs and live shows and TV series. Now we're looking at um, doing live shows, we're looking at creating a TV series, and it's all about nurturing faith and you know the love of God and the love of one another through life. And that's really, I guess, where my experience and expertise with the Wiggles comes on board in, in being able to do that through a multimedia experience. Greg, I first came into association with the guys from 2 by 2 back in 2010, and I heard some of their music at a conference, and, and since then I've used a lot of their music, I've got to be honest, on, on a smart board resource that's freely available to a lot of people to use in, in Scripture in state schools in New South Wales. We can go in and teach SRE. Fantastic resource, and people have you know absolutely climbed over each other to get access to it, and and you guys have been really generous in making that available. 
one thing that I noticed from the outset was that while there's a lot of really good, oh, well, pretty good Christian music around for kids, this stuff was just top-notch. It's really taken it to another level in terms of its production. Can you tell us why you've dedicated so much time into making it sound so good? Well, to be honest, the quality of what 2 by 2 had done prior to me coming on board was really what interested me. I mean, you know, being in my position, I get a lot of people asking me to get involved in projects and things that they're doing. Quite apart from the um, the mission of, of 2 by 2 to, to educate children about faith and, and the Bible, um, it was the quality of what they were doing that really attracted me to, to want to work with these guys because as soon as I heard the quality of not just the production quality but the quality of the songs i mean anthony who writes these songs he's quite a genius you know so to be able to work with him is a real thrill for me and to be able to develop new songs now um and so not only are we doing songs about bible stories we're doing sort of like songs that the wiggles would have written but you know about those kind of messages so we're anthony and i have written a song about building the ark and it's Bang, 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 with the hammer, and clang, 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 let's work together. So it's like a Wiggles kind of song, whereas Anthony's really brilliant at writing any kind of song, but to to have written the songs that he's done about the Bible stories in such a way that really appeals to children yeah, sure. is just absolute. I mean, I can't speak highly enough of, of what he's done. And so I'm really honoured to be a part of what 2 by 2 are doing because the quality of what they're doing is outstanding. It, it's top-level quality, even before I came on board, um, and the messages that they're delivering are just absolutely key. And as you said, the inclusion of them in the smart board application has just made it even more popular. So I think overall, 2 by 2 have got a great future in terms of being able to deliver for a long time to come, uh, a sustained program uh, for, for educators or just families. Greg, you've mentioned the future there, and I, I understand there's been a fair amount of interest in the US to what you guys have been doing. Do you want to just explain for listeners what the Aussie boys who are producing Christian music for kids, how they're making good in the US, and, and what that sort of interest level is like? Two by two have a distribution deal in the US now where they're in, a, I think it's about 2,000 stores across the US. And the US is... a an interesting market. It's quite an untapped market in terms of what 2x2 two two are doing. There's not many people writing songs about Bible stories. There's plenty of um, you know, songs of praise written for children to, to sing along with, but this kind of education about the stories of the Bible through music has not been done before. So what 2x2 two two have latched onto is uh, quite a niche in the market and again it's the quality of the songs that are appealing to people and it's the fact that they're doing something that parents want their children to know the stories of the bible and this is one way to do it through music and song it's a fun way to learn and it's it's just great music that even parents can enjoy so it's not offensive to anybody greg i can tell you most things about the big red car and i'll tell you most reasons why why jeff's going to fall asleep because of my association and listening into all of the stuff the Wiggles did as my kids were growing up, and they now in their 20s can do pretty much the same thing. I'm assuming from what you've just said that you guys are hoping to instill in kids a real understanding and memory recall of the key elements of Bible stories. That's right. I think if there's nothing else that I can bring to 2 by 2 it is the fact that through music and song, if you construct things properly, you can um, teach children anything. Right. So the stories of the Bible can be taught through music and song. 
if it's delivered in a way that's entertaining. If you can't entertain somebody, whether it's a child or an adult, you can't educate them. So to have a child's attention is the first step. So two by two, uh, write their songs in such a way to um, engage the child immediately with the song and then tell the story. And it's through uh, you know, catchy tunes and uh, easy to understand lyrics that a child will engage with the song and they'll file that away in their memory and they'll be able to sing the song next time they hear it and they'll sing it without the song. And that's how they learn the songs of the stories of the Bible, through engaging with two by two's music and that's exactly what the wiggles did and that's why you can tell me everything about the big red car and everything about jeff falling asleep (laughs) and it's through engagement that's how people learn so engaging children through the music of two by two is the absolute key to this greg music is obviously really effective in in working with young kids particularly in children's ministry so much time is dedicated to it this is a wonderful resource that you guys are developing i know it's something that's been really popular already within my small circle of influence within within state schools, you're now trying to expand this right around the world, which I think is a wonderful thing. How can people from any church get more information about 2x2, two two, their music, and just through entertainment, um, really educate kids about those most fundamental stories in the scriptures. How can they get? How can they get a hold of this stuff? Well, there's a website. It's www.2x2.com, and there's some links to uh, the CDs there that you can buy. Uh, there's some little samples there that you can listen to, and in the future, we hope to have some DVDs available as well. Well, I really encourage listeners to do that. Go to www.twoby and then the number two dot com two by two. Greg, all the best with this project, and thank you very much for joining us on the journey. Thanks, Jude. Absolute pleasure. Thanks for having me in. Well, thanks very much to Greg Page and the guys from 2 by 2 for that interview. All the best with the work you're doing around the world. This is a great initiative aimed at bringing young people into a really strong knowledge of the scriptures and its stories. For more information about all of their stuff, song lyrics, games, and much, much more, go to www.2by2, that's T-W-O-B-Y, the number two, dot com. Together on the journey, faith, hope, and love for life in all its fullness. Walking the Walk, here's Sam Clear. Hi, I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. Can I share with you a challenge that the church faces that I witnessed while walking around the world for unity? This affects us all and is a prime cause of the fractured division in the body of Christ. On so many occasions, I met Christians who had a very clear understanding of what Scripture says, but in complete opposition to their Christian neighbour, who also held a clear understanding of what Scripture says, to the point where both believed that the other was greatly misguided and not listening to the Holy Spirit. So many Christians quoted Scripture at each other, backing up their stance whilst rebuking the other person. And then there were those who proclaimed what was most important in being Christian, but used no Scripture at all to back them up. In fact, they almost seemed to be dismissive of Scripture. The most prevalent example of this, which was in direct opposition to having a visibly united church, was the proclamation that all that matters is that you have a personal relationship with Jesus. So were they saying that the great commandment of loving God and our neighbours isn't important, that attending church isn't important, that Christ's final prayer in the Gospel of John before the Passion about us being united is optional? What were they really saying? Here's the difficulty we face. The church is broken, and it appeared that the gospel according to ourselves was the repellent keeping the world's Christians at arm's length. 
there is a great responsibility on teachers of the gospel in particular to not rely on their own interpretation, on their own authority, but to seek the truth within the body of Christ. I have my own thoughts on how this could better happen and perhaps you have yours. But regardless of how that journey is undertaken, will you join me in firstly praying that the body of Christ would be united in proclaiming the truth in love and living the love of God in truth. May we be one. I'm Sam Clear for Walking the Walk. For more on the walk around the world for unity, go to walkforone.com. That's W-A-L-K, the digit four, O-N-E dot com. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Sam Clear and his Walking the Walk segment, the topic of interpretation. Thank you, Sam, for sharing all of your experiences as you walked around the world for Christian Unity. It's great to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners would agree that was a, a great piece. In this part of the show, next week, we're going to be hearing from Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy. Bruce, as many people would now know, has come to Sydney at the start of this year with the express idea of reaching out to people who don't want to have anything to do with church and reaching out to them and bringing them across love anyway in ways that are radical, that are really different. And, and he's doing that through a community that he's called the Catholic Guy Impact Communities. They're going to set up in Sydney later this year with the hope of developing communities right around Australia that are all sort of linked to this same approach and, and same style and same resources to reach out to people, quite deliberate. And so we'll be hearing from Bruce next week in one of his contributions to the show, one of his regular contributions that we love getting from Bruce Downs, the Catholic Guy. Hard to believe, but we've reached the end of another show. The weeks keep ticking by throughout this year. We're going to be here doing it all again next week. We've got a couple of weeks left of the regular programming of the show of the journey. And then as we head into that summer break, we're going to do a best-off show just like we did last year. Hope you have a really blessed week. Keep safe. Faith, hope, love and life. Thanks for listening to The Journey. You have been listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. You can listen in to The Journey in Wollongong by tuning in to Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on Cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey, And for more shows, talks and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.